Hey everyone, this is Bear. Happy holidays. So just a quick message before the start of the show. Uh, we will be taking a short two-week break. This episode comes out on the 20th of December. So you do the math two weeks from then. I'm too tired, can't do math anymore, my brain hurts. But yeah, thank you very much for the support. Uh, make sure you tell a friend, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your girlfriend, tell your boyfriend, tell your mom, dad, uncle, aunt, grandma, grandpa, whoever. Just spread the show around. Get the good word out, please. Think of your boy. And without further ado, enjoy the show. See you soon. Hello and welcome to the Millennials Podcast. I am your host, Bear. I'm Chris. And we have a guest here today. She's uh, she's someone who I've been talking to for a while here. Uh, what would you say you do, Ashley? Um, oh, yeah. I knew this was coming, but I wasn't prepared. Um, I'm a content creator and a motivational speaker. Motivational speaker. Yeah. She actually has a, uh, a YouTube series called The Breakup Diaries. Very interesting stuff. Very good content. I recommend you all go listen to it. But because you have that show, which, by the way, awesome name. It's a really good name. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, because you have that show, I figured that you might be able to chime in today. Uh, as we talk about how and when to end a relationship that has lost its spark. Mm. So, uh, you know, I just assuming with a name like the Breakup Diaries that you have had uh, some experience <laughs> with breakups. It's just a little bit. I, <laughs> I like to think that I'm a professional when it gets comes to being broken up with. <laughs> it's funny because um, the reason that I started the, the channel was because I was trying so hard. I was trying everything in my power to hold on to this relationship with my ex. Mm. I mean, he he was the love of my life. Like, this is like, I I would say that I, I dreamt about him. It was just, oh my God, it was just so like, ugh, it was so cheesily romantic, but it was it was toxic. It was like, I can't even think of a word, worse a word than toxic, but like, toxic times like a hundred. Yeah, it was bad. I feel you. Uh, and I, I'm I'm sure that we've all had our uh, fair share of relationships like that. You know, at least once in our life, we've dealt with a toxic partner. Uh, I know that yeah. I've had quite a few. Chris, how about you? Had one. You've had one. one. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's it's never easy when you know you're you're in love, or you know you you feel like you're in love with this person who obviously isn't good for you, and uh, mm -hmm. you know there comes a time where. Either you wait around for them to leave you off the the better, newer version, newer model or whatever, or you decide that enough yeah. is enough and you leave that person, which uh, mm -hmm. in my case, I've been in both situations. I have been left because I'm an idiot and waited too long and I have walked out. Chris, you said you had one. Uh, what, what happened with your relationship? Um. Well, it was just the toxic one. Mm -hmm. um, well, actually, the breakup happened in your garage. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> uh, but, over um, the phone? Over the phone, yeah. I remember that. It's, uh, back when we were in high school, I, I'm going to go into the whole story here. I mean, it's kind of long, but it's not long. Go for it. But, uh, oh, yeah, it was crazy. Like, uh, like I, I had worked at summer camp with this girl because I used to work uh, for a Boy Scout summer camp. And, uh, she. <laughs> So they, all my buddies were like, oh yeah, yeah, like don't just like they told me beforehand, like red flags, no, because they went to the same high school as her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were all like, oh no, she's just no, dude, no. Like yeah. they kept telling me that, and then uh, I was like, oh no, it'll be all right, you know, like like I always am. Like 
Yeah. Heed no warnings, but uh, you know, like this. <laughs> you're so interested and you're getting what you want. Yeah. I mean, I was I was like 17. Just like I, this, she's the first girl I ever kissed too. Like, mm-hmm. um, I went Ooh. to her homecoming. Like, she invited me to her homecoming. It was in Palm Springs, like 45 minutes away. Like, I didn't have a cell phone back then. Um, I didn't even have a car. Like, I didn't even have my driver's license. But, uh, like, so we're supposed to stay at a friend's house. And, like, I did, my other friend, my ride bailed on me, um, which was one of my friends that, like, told me to stay clear. But, yeah. So he had to bail on me because he went to some party or something. So we ended up having to walk. And, like, she, like her, like, feet were hurting and stuff. So I, like, literally like, carried her through the city of Palm Springs trying to find my friend's apartment for, like, three hours. Jesus. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But, no, it, it turned out that oh, she was cheating on me like crazy. <laughs> like, Jeez. um, yeah, that's... It, and you it, carried her for three hours. Yeah, right? That's why I got so offended. Like, <laughs> you got so offended. <laughs> I remember I was just sitting on your, like, in your... I was in his garage just, like, looking at his, like, leaning on his washer and dryer, and I was just scratching, like, a, a chip of paint. Yeah. Like, just listening to this letter that she wrote me a month before. And, like, she had she had talked to, like, some of our mutual friends. She's like, oh, like, how do I do this? And she, like, wrote out a letter. And she was telling, like, she was w- waiting a whole month to tell, like, to tell me. Like, I was like, well, fuck, like, just tell me, you know? Yeah. Don't drag me on like that, because a month a month before, I wasn't as attached as attached, you know, it would it would have hurt a lot less, but yeah, I mean, it's over now. So, but uh, how did you deal with it after the breakup? Uh, we wouldn't play Resident Evil. I think <laughs> <laughs> that's what we were playing then. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and you <laughs> hugged me, and I called you a I called you a bitch. I believe. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, why, it was, why, uh, why do you think people lead people on? Um. Some people, are th- like, some people are just pure evil, but some people, like, they just don't have the heart to say it, you know? Like, I I don't like hurting people, for one. Yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes it's it's the price you gotta pay to make yourself and that person happy, like, to keep them from hurting more later, but mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, sometimes life sucks, you know? Yeah. Better yeah. to suck now for a little bit than a lot more in the later. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just end it when the when the relationship is still young. Before, yeah. you know, years down the line when you're married and have kids and stuff and all the stuff starts coming out. Yeah. True. Yeah. And, it, yeah, like you said, oh, it sucks oh. a lot at the moment, but but it does get better. Mm-hmm. How about you, Ashley? I know you've touched on it a little bit in uh, on your show, but uh, for our listeners. Um, why? Well, first of all, I was a great master manip- manipulator. I was so good at manipulating people. It was, um, it was something that the the women in my family would always do. Yeah. And I learned from them, like how to, how to get a guy to like you, how to get a guy to chase you. Like I was so fucking good at it. And I noticed that the games that I was playing, it was, it was hurting me. Mm-hmm. It was like, Oh my, God, I remember one night, like I ran away. We were out at, at night with our, with our friends and I ran away from my boyfriend and I was like, he'll, he'll come for me. He'll, he'll chase me. He'll find me. He yeah. went home. And I was like, this wasn't supposed to happen. This wasn't supposed to, like, backfire on me like this. And I was like, maybe maybe I should stop playing games because, like, now I'm here in the middle of the night by myself. My phone's about to die. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was that something that you feel like you you deserved or? uh... Definitely. Definitely. Oh, my God. Yeah, I I definitely got what was coming to me for, for playing those playing those reindeer games. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I get that. And, uh, I mean, sometimes it's, uh, like that, like you, you were being manipulative and you, uh, yeah. I guess in, in the hunt, you were the prey and you enjoyed it, I'm, I'd venture to say. Mm-hmm. But, uh, sometimes there are things that we don't really realize that we're doing. Like we know about it, but we're not fully conscious of it. Mm-hmm. Was that something, uh, was that something like that for you? Definitely. <laughs> I definitely knew that I was doing it on purpose. Yeah. For sure. I knew that I was doing it on purpose, but. In my family, everyone gets married at, like, 20. Yeah. Like, 20, 21. And I was like, I need to catch up to them because it's embarrassing coming home and, and always getting fucking asked, oh, were you, when are you bringing home Mr. Wright? And the one, one Christmas, oh, my God, I, like, I started crying. They're like, oh, you must be a lesbian because you never have a boyfriend. And, like, now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it doesn't matter. But, like, back then it hurt my, my feelings so much because it's like, well, I'm playing the games that you guys told me to play, but no one's landing and no one's sticking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. And I also feel uh, when you're saying about, you know, your family getting married at 20 and everything, and you start to feel like an outsider a little bit. Uh, for example, yeah. uh, one of my young... I'm the oldest in um, in my family, the oldest, like, grandchild. And Aww. one of my younger cousins, she had a, a baby. She, the kid's, like, a year and a half now. She says 18 months, but the kid's a fucking year and a half. You know? <laughs> Let's get that out of the way right now. Uh, Stop it, but honestly. Yeah. After 12 months, you can no longer say months. That's a year. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's another podcast, though. So. <laughs> yeah, but uh, when, when the kid was born, adorable little baby, by the way, but when the kid was born, people started asking me, it was like, well, you're the oldest. Why aren't you married? Here? Where, where's, uh, where's your baby? I'm like, not ready for that shit. The fuck? Nowhere, the fuck? <laughs> nowhere near in the near future. But uh, yeah, like family pressure can definitely be a a big factor when it comes to jumping into relationships and like I, in your case, like yeah. manipulative trying to trying to fish hook somebody. I can definitely yeah. Why why do people do that? Why do people treat kids like they're like just like items that you can just easily get? And like kids are money. Yeah. Like I'm sure. I'm sure you know. Yeah, <laughs> they cost money. Yeah, they, co- they cost, cost money. Yeah. I mean, he could be money, man. You don't know. You make a YouTube channel, just yeah. picture his face. We <laughs> yeah. should put up the Santa Claus picture. Oh, yeah, adorable. yeah. That's a, uh, your wife showed me. Yeah, yeah, it's an adorable pic. I showed you. Was it you? That was me. Oh, my bad. Um, okay, so uh, how about uh, for, for your breakup, your toxic relationship? Uh, once that was over how did you deal with the uh you know the, the emotion oh. of it all terribly <laughs> <laughs> terribly I t- <laughs> oh my god like i went on a dating site i was drinking out every night mm-hmm. i was going to work completely hammered oh my god it was just like, it was awful it was yeah. awful and uh how, um, how long did do you say uh would you say it took you before you started realizing that you were going down these like unhealthy habits and everything? No. <laughs> a year later. <laughs> um, no. Um, hmm, what was the exact moment? I was dating this guy, mm-hmm. and he was like, it's just not working out. And I, remember I, I was sat in my car, and I was just like, I had a complete meltdown, a complete... Oh, my God, I'm like picturing it right now. Sorry, I'm like lost in that moment and I was like 
what do I have to do to get someone to actually like me? Yeah. And this is this was when I was like, still initially, I'm building my YouTube channel, but I, I wasn't taking it as seriously. I was just doing it just for for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, it's so funny. Um, I was listening to Gary V, and he said, "Stop crying." <laughs> no one gives a fuck about your feelings. I swear to God, that happened. I swear. And I was like, okay, that's the problem. You're running to everyone else to validate you, but you're not even doing that for for your fucking self. Like yeah. you're you're being a complete hypocrite right now. Yeah. So, yeah. I can definitely relate to that. Uh, I, I I said before that uh, I was broken up with during a toxic relationship as well, and I I took it horribly. <laughs> he's with his with his rattle. Uh, yeah, I took it horribly, similar uh, as you, uh, I was just drinking all the time, like, I, I became a severe alcoholic, I, I had gone to a point, I'm sure I've mentioned it in the podcast before, oh. <laughs> I never, <laughs> go ahead, I'll say mine after, I'm, I'm sure, uh, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I was taking, like, five shots before going to work every morning, just, I, I, mm, yeah, to, just to, to stay normal, I had to be in a, in a state of drunkenness to the point that I was afraid. Like, I don't remember what show it is. I think it was Archer where he says that if I stop drinking, I'm afraid the cumulative hangover will kill me. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> no, honestly, though. <laughs> yeah. Relatable as fuck. Yeah. For me, uh, I said, just like realizing, thinking about it, like I, my corrective action wasn't anything like that. I just, I might've overreacted and joined the military. <laughs> I think that's the whole reason I was mad. Like, you know what? I'm just gonna go with the military. You know, I was wondering about that because I, I, I joined right really after that. You. Did you ever notice that or no? I mean, I know you joined. I mean, looking back now, it feels like all of our high school years was such a blur. Yeah, but uh, I never, I never asked you about it. I was just kind of like, oh, it's something personal. But growing up, we always said, oh, you know, we're never gonna join the military. Fuck that. Yeah, never gonna have and to then, pay child support. Yeah, at, we're out stupid. of nowhere, you joined the <laughs> army, and I was like, what? okay. Yeah. Whatever, man. Yeah, but uh, is, is that a Star Wars shirt? Uh, mine? No, it's a uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> ah. But uh, it, you said it took you about a year. It took me like close to five years to finally wow. get my shit together, and uh, and yeah, it wasn't until I woke up in a bathtub, just completely gone out of my mind, that I was kind of like, I don't have my shit together. I need, I need some help. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've slow. It's been a slow but steady recovery. And you mm-hmm. know, I, I'll, I'll have the occasional beer. You saw me drinking a beer earlier, but it's it's mm-hmm. nothing like how it used to be. But it was something similar to you. It it didn't come from a from me listening to someone else saying it. But I did notice that I would tell my my tales of woe to whoever would listen. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't mm-hmm. learning from it. I was just like sharing it reciprocate uh, not recipro- I was uh, regurgitating it but I wasn't uh-huh. picking up anything from it yeah, give me your sympathy that's what that is yeah but yeah and I've it just too, uh, so. it, it got to a point like once I once I cleaned my act up a little bit and I started kind of stop doing that you know stop annoying people with my shit the same story <laughs> I've heard hundreds of times when I'm drunk and I started kind of like learning from it and I'm, I'd like to say that now I'm in a I'm in a better place I think so mm-hmm and, like, uh, especially like when you moved here, I didn't even know that. Like, really? Like before that, like all your podcasts, I'm like, wow, really? Like I didn't, I didn't, like I knew for a little bit it was bad. Like when 
first all started. Yeah. Um, I, I told you in the last. I I told you in the. Uh, was it the last podcast or the one before that? That I was I was scared to go home. Like I was scared to come back to go back to work because I was on on a four day pass from the military. Yeah. I was scared to go back to Texas. Like I was like, oh man. Like that. Yeah, I told that Alan was, too. I was like, hey man, keep an eye on for me. Like that was when it when it barely started. Yeah. Too. That was the. It got much worse. Than that. I mean, he was. I don't remember this, but Chris was telling me on that episode that. Uh, I guess we bought like a gallon of uh of whiskey or rumble. No. So we bought. We had two things of Jack Daniels and a handle of Sailor Jerry. Okay. And we were drinking. I had Ooh. like we so before I fell asleep we had like half of half of one of the Sailor Jerry's and I fell asleep and I woke up in the morning. He was still awake watching the office and he was he like two of them were gone and there was like a, a third of the Sailor Jerry left. Like Yeah. Wow, that's hardcore. Yeah, and I was just kinda like, Yep. <laughs> and that was at the beginning of it. It got much worse than that, man. But uh but yeah, I mean, needless to say, I've... <laughs> he's happy you stopped. <laughs> he's, that's his growl. He's, he's trying to see him. <laughs> yeah. he, he's growling. Because <laughs> I took his rattle away. <laughs> he wants to be on the podcast. He's talking with us. But uh, uh, needless to say, I think that uh, we all, in our own way dealt with a bad breakup in an unhealthy way. Uh-huh. And uh, I'd like to think that if I ever go through something like that again, that I've learned from my experience and that I won't deal with it in a similar way. Maybe be a little bit more mature about it. Oh, that's funny. Because my last breakup, oh my god, I did not deal with it in a mature way. I didn't. I, I went complete, compl- I went full... I went full psycho. <laughs> my my ego was hurt, it's especially since, like, I was very open about, like, being in this new relationship. I told everyone about him, and I'm like, fuck you, bro. Like, now I need to, to go back on my YouTube and tell everyone that I got broken up with again twice in the same year. Like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> I, I, mean, I got, I'm pretty sure I have the world record for the fastest breakup. What is it? You don't remember the... We were at my house for a birthday party. <laughs> it was it was my birthday. Got a phone call. Uh, this one girl, she's like, hey, like, do you want to go out with me? Me and my boyfriend just broke up. I'm like, yeah, sure. Not even 10 seconds later, calls back, oh, we worked it out. Like, I'm going to have to break up with you. I'm going to go back with him. Oh, my God. That's the funniest thing ever. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> we just kept playing video games. You were like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we were like 13 or so. Yeah. <laughs> But hilarious. I got so excited for a second there. You did? <laughs> you, did? <laughs> you got so happy. I was like, I just got my first girlfriend. <laughs> Ten seconds. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. So I don't really count that. Like. Yeah. I, do you... Yeah, because Chris and I were both kind of in, agreeant, in agreement that... Uh, I mean, what age do you start counting your, your relationships? I, I want to say, like, after a certain length of time uh-huh. and like how, how do I say it like personality reveal like if you get to know him for a while yeah like cause I've had a couple or like maybe like four or five that I don't actually consider yeah cause like you know there's I don't wanna name drop but yeah, don't name drop <laughs> there's uh well that was the her then there was one that I was dating over Facebook for two weeks and then there was 
Well, there's two. Well, one was my face, one was Facebook. Like, not at the same time, but still, like, that that was it. Just over Facebook. Like, one of them I never even met. So, yeah. like, I don't count it as a relationship. Um, and then there's, there's, I don't know how to explain. Same group of friends, different person, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? That was, like, two weeks. Like, I don't count. And then there's... Um, you know, yeah. the one you kept making fun of me for. Well, not making fun of me, but I'll just say we technically never broke up. Like, over the summer, I just, like, we stopped talking. <laughs> and he still jokes with me today that he stole my girlfriend, basically. Yeah, she's waiting for you somewhere, man. Yeah, that we never broke he up. Never We're still together. <laughs> yeah. We never technically broke up, so. I mean, I know what it's like. I never broke up with my first girlfriend. Yeah. I was 10. <laughs> So we're still, I mean, this is the longest relationship I've ever been in. I know that was really vague and it probably sounds just like mumbo jumbo, but like. <laughs> Fuck it. We're, we're not, we're not name just, dropping. I'm really trying not to name drop. But. See, for me, I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, definitely uh, length of time determines whether I'm dating someone or whether I'm in a relationship with someone. But for me, mm-hmm. like anything before, anything like from high school down, I don't really count as a real relationship because I wasn't like really aware and, uh, I mean, my first real relationship was my high school sweetheart, but that went on even after high school. Yeah. So that counts. That like, counts, yeah. But that, I mean, we were together. How long were guys together for? Uh, like four or four, five years? Four years, I think, yeah. Yeah. We were together for a while. Yeah, I mean, so I, I definitely count that, but I was in a, in one relationship. I mean, not counting my 10 year old girlfriend, but, uh, I was in one relationship before that where I was with the girl for a year. But I don't really count that because we were in fucking middle school, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how about you, Ashley? I mean, I I I I dated my high school sweetheart, and I I kind of do count him because like we were serious ish, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. But anything <laughs> after that, that, um, I've I've honestly I've ne- I've only had maybe three serious boyfriends my entire life. Everything else was just like dating, was just dating. I feel that. Yeah, because I've, I've dated quite a few people, but I've mm-hmm. only had four actual relationships. I didn't even know dating yeah. relationships were different until, like, uh, was, like, right when I joined the military. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, because like, dating is two like different things. Who, like, you're, like, you're seeing, but you're not really, like, emotionally invested. I, just, Ooh, I, I jump that. all in right that's at the beginning. Idea. So I jump in all, all in. Like, that's, like, that's what I told my current wife. I was going to say, like, that just to mess with you. Your current wife. <laughs> I'm going to tell um, you said that. You're the one that said it. <laughs> I'm just making fun of you. But uh, like I told her, like every time that I'm trying for a relationship, I'm not looking for like you know just some quick thing. Like I when I look, for, I look for something in the long haul. Like it's just that's just how I am. I, I don't want you know. Never been the guy for like the one night stand or anything. So. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. We we're all definitely different when it comes to uh, to things like that. And I love that you're not like that because it it fights the uh, the stereotype that all. The only thing that all guys want is sex. Yeah. You've never been that guy. Yeah. Where, where can we find more of you at? Right here. It's <laughs> a factory. Give <laughs> <laughs> um, 18 years. <laughs> Just gotta wait 18 years. Gonna... I'll wait for it. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh... <laughs> we got off topic. <laughs> no, we went way Try, off topic. But to it's transition. Okay. We, we still kind of like interpreted the, uh, yeah. the things that we wanted uh, to nail. Okay, so... I guess the the next thing that uh that I'd like to move on to is uh, like people's reactions 
after a breakup, like obviously you're you're invested in someone, your friends know about them, your family knows mm-hmm. about them. But have you ever had a breakup where you just like the relationship ended, but it's not really like one person wasn't toxic to the other person. It was like like it was on paper, it was a good relationship, but just the the love wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced that? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. no. Unfortunately, no. It's, it's always, it's always been like a Tyler Perry movie when it's dating me. <laughs> it's, it's always dramatic. <laughs> um, I did. I was dating this one guy in college, and um, I was graduating, but he was still in school, and it was just we never said it out loud. Uh-huh. But it was just like, okay, we're not going to date anymore. Mm-hmm. And that one broke my heart so bad because I liked him all so, so much. And I really wanted to, it to make it work outside of school, but he yeah. didn't want to. So so are you like Chris? Like like from the beginning, you're all in, you're invested, you're uh, like you kind of like you wear your heart on your sleeve? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I I fall in love with people every day. And which I I probably shouldn't use that word love because we throw that word around a lot. But um I get invested in people very easily. So when people let me down, it's like, Ugh, yeah. I believed in you. You know? I get you. It hurts. Because <laughs> I'm the same way. Like that's why I don't even like try to spread myself around anymore, you know? Like I don't try and invest in new people as much because mm-hmm. like like I, that's especially like when I was in the military, like I always got let down, you know, like it was always like, I don't know how to say it. Like, uh, well, I would always be upset, like, cause I would expect something else. Cause like, Oh, this is what I would do. This is what I expect them to do. But yeah, it, it was never like that. Like, I get you. The world definitely needs more Chris. <laughs> but, uh, ego boost. <laughs> uh, like I used to be that way. I used to, I used to wear my heart on my sleeve and, uh, and, and just like fall in love really easily. And I'm not sure what happened, but it's just kind of like a, a switch in my brain where I'm just, I'm not like that anymore. And I find it really mm. difficult sometimes to, uh, to make new relationships, even, even not romantic ones, because mm-hmm. I just, I have to kind of like force myself to care about certain, certain things, certain, certain people. And I don't like that. I, I don't know how to how to fix that. I don't know how to change that. Like I feel like there should on, be yeah. I'm sorry? How to turn it back on, yeah. Yeah, I mean I feel like there should be some some sort of middle ground where you know I, I can uh you know, be open about uh about I don't know, my feelings and my emotions and stuff. But at the same time not be so open where I get hurt every five minutes. Yeah, I think I think it just takes time. Like you just it has to be mutual for I think to for the switch to get put back on, you know, like yeah. you guys both have to put in the same amount of effort, mm-hmm. like even just a little bit, like pulling it along, you know, like uh, yeah. And I mean, I definitely have felt that, uh, you know, uh, like start to rebuild. I mean, I've had, I think it, it all started with that one really bad breakup that sent me down a spiral and everything. And since then, I have had a. You know, other relationships, I mean, before I stopped drinking and all that, I have had mm-hmm. other relationships where I, I did fall in love, but it wasn't like a uh, like a love at first sight thing or anything. It was kind of like, there's this person, she really likes me, I should probably like her too. 
and then after a while, I can't start to. But it's not like, it's not natural. It's not like naturally born. It's kind of like... feels forced. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've been, uh, you know, in the beginning I said that I have been on both receiving ends where I break it off. It's because I've been I've been in two relationships since that big one. And one of them I broke it off because I realized that I was being the toxic one, but not because I was being abusive or anything, but because even though I felt like this love for this person eventually became not a romantic love. It, it's like I still loved them, you know, I still really cared about them, but I didn't have romantic feelings for them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I thought that she deserved better than that. Because she's mm-hmm. a fantastic person. And there was moments where she would expect something from me or or uh, she really wanted to, to do something that's super romantic and I was just extremely apathetic about it. And she noticed. And it would hurt her. So that was a, a, a moment where I had to walk away from the relationship for, you know, for the good of both of us because... One, she doesn't deserve to be with someone who doesn't love her. And two, I don't need to be with someone that I don't love. I mean, it's just hurting both people at that point. How many people in the world are, like, self-aware like that, though? Like, not many. I think think that's very cool. You were, like, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, a... It sucks for for a while, but... Yeah, it really sucks. Because after it ended, I was very sad. I was very... I was heartbroken. But I didn't... To this day, I'm not sure I fully understand why. Because I I wasn't like emotionally invested in her anymore. Why was I so heartbroken over breaking up with her? Because I I, I, I think I know why. Like I don't know. Just because you like you may have not been like in love with her, but you still like had that friendship. Like, and but it was gone after that. You yeah. Know? Like, I felt the same way when uh like my high school sweetheart. Like when we broke up, I lost every single friend that I had in that whole high school. Like, like literally ninety percent of my friends gone. Like, that's, yeah. you're literally the only person I talked to from any any time mm-hmm. before yeah. i left california like it sucks like it hurt for a while but then i realized you know like it's uh maybe it was for the better yeah for one like if they over that i don't know what to call it a little thing but if they didn't want to be around then maybe i didn't it wasn't worth having in my life anyways cuz they didn't put that much effort anyways yeah so. i definitely feel that i was also uh after that oh go ahead no you go ahead I was also after that, you know, years after that, and this is actually my most recent relationship. It was a very short relationship, lasted two months, but I do consider it a relationship because of how intense it was. It was was kind of like a a match. You know, it it burned really bright and then burnt out really fast. And uh, that relationship was probably the most toxic relationship I've ever been in because we were both assholes to each other. Like, don't get me wrong, like, the, the, the romance was, was alive, the sex was fantastic, but we were constantly fighting, and it wasn't like a, like, you know, like, mature people fight. It was screaming at the top of our lungs at each other, face to face, her hitting me, and me, like, grabbing her wrist, trying to back her away, and then she was upset that I dared touch her, because she was, a, I guess, double standard like that, and she would go and get super fucked up, and I was recovering from from my uh my alcoholism i was it was when i first started trying to get a hold of it and it was just not Mm -hmm. good at all we were so incompatible that it was just toxic even though we're both i like to think that i'm a Mm -hmm. decent person and she's a wonderful person but just together we just 
it was like we were forcing two pieces of a puzzle that were like from two completely different fucking boxes. Like magnets. Uh-huh. Yeah, like magnets. Like, like the, we're, you we're force the... sticking our, our uh, polar sames together even though they wouldn't go. I'm glad you said that because I was trying and I, I forgot which one. Like positive goes to positive. Like... <laughs> no, positive sure. goes to negative. I've been out of school a long time. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and it, it's not, nothing to say, like nothing against her. I mean, like I said, she's a great person. But because we were so incompatible, we were both extremely toxic. And I had to end that one because, again, like, she was super in love with me. And I just, I liked her a lot, but I wasn't in love with her. And it's just like, okay, like, first of all, you deserve better than that. And second of all, I deserve way better than this, too. Because this is, like, bad. I'm and, uh, yeah, it just kind of, it had to end. Because usually when I, like, you tell the stories, I'm like, oh, that's this person in my mind. Like. And I have no idea who you're talking about, so we have to talk later. Because <laughs> <laughs> you weren't around for this. <laughs> yeah. it, this was, uh, I don't know, like four or five months before I moved up here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I do. I know now. Yeah, the girl I didn't yeah. tell you about, and you were really yeah. mad at me. We were in the mall. Like, <laughs> we were in the mall when I found out. Me and my wife were in the mall. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, he asked me what I was doing, and I texted him, I'm, I'm out at dinner with my girlfriend. He was like, girlfriend why don't i know about her it's like, like oh he we've been dating like a jealous girl like we've been dating for two months i'm like two months <laughs> like two months like, this yeah, is when we started good. playing video games like every weekend too like but it's okay i got over it <laughs> my bad man but i guess That's not- where i'm trying to get with all this is uh like reactions after a breakup like when there is no bad person per se like the relationship is ending because it needs to you know for the for the health and sanity and just you know, out of respect for both parties in it, you uh-huh. go and and, uh, and tell your friends. Let's say, like, you know, you have a, a relationship, and it was there was nothing like really super toxic about it, but it, it had to end for one reason or another. He broke up with you, right? You go and tell your friends, and even though he's not a bad person, he's gonna get shit because he's the one who broke up with. Of course, always. Yeah. There is never any empathy for the person who ended the relationship. And Never. you know they're the ones who have to cut all ties and everything as strange as that might feel. Yeah, I don't know. It's just um uh, like I'm not sure how how to feel about that because obviously, like I was just saying, I've been that person uh, quite quite a bit. I mean, these are my two relationships, but even when dating, like I've been that person that ends it because I'm just not invested and I don't think that's fair. But I'm always mm-hmm. a bad guy, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, you know, uh, feel sorry for me or anything, but it's just. It got me thinking, why is that? Why is it that even though I am doing something that is mutually beneficial, why am I always painted as a bad guy? And I don't know, I just want to get you guys' thoughts on that. Glass shatter, you just shot the world. Because I think that we've done that to ourselves. There always has to be a bad person. There always has to be someone to blame mm-hmm. for, some, for, for some damn thing. Yeah. And this, this is something I've, I've noticed a lot lately where if something goes wrong we we automatically look for the person to blame so we can feel good about ourselves like oh okay there's the answer like we which is so funny because like we don't like films like inception that don't have an answer Mm -hmm. that's why there's so many like fanfics about it because it's like we're gonna make up the answer because we can't because we need closure we need some kind of closure you know yeah there always has to be a bad guy unfortunately yeah and and i mean i thought what really got me thinking of this because i mean obviously i've been thinking of this for a while because i haven't been in a relationship since it's been months and 
I uh, like I would even tell some of my friends, and even they would be like, "Well, you're a dick." Like, <laughs> like it's like you're my <laughs> friend. What is going on here? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, but like I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. I, I, think, I just wanted you I guys' opinion on that. I just wish everyone was more self-aware, like you, because it's like. It's a it doesn't serve you to to waste your time with someone that's that is not working. Yeah, but at the same time, it makes you uh, because I hate this about myself, but I am constantly in a state of uh, of moving. You know, I I don't I don't like to be complacent, but that I feel like that uh-huh. comes from like a, a deep level. It's just it's not that I don't like it; is that I need to not be complacent, and I feel like that's starting <laughs> to affect my relationships. Like, things start to get stagnant, and I have a need to fuck it up. <laughs> like, mix it no! up. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no. I have a question. Do you find yourself getting bored in relationships? I do, a lot. Oh, my God, me too. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I, don't I, know why. Like, I don't know, because that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I get bored, and then I start to realize that this isn't, this isn't fair to them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's also, because I know that relationships also take work. But at a certain point, it's like I don't see the uh, I don't see it worth it to put in the effort to put in the work. Exactly. Yeah. And I and I I, I misspoke. <clears throat> I misspoke. I know why I get bored in relationships because I don't see them for who they truly are because all because I'm blinded by I'm blinded by the light. I'm blinded by <laughs> what I like so much about them that I'm completely ignoring every their their flaws as well yeah and that's why i get bored because it's like oh you you so you don't like to sit around and watch tv all day okay i do so i don't want to be around you right now yeah. you, go you know hike take a hike <laughs> 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 yeah i mean i definitely do i, I definitely uh I, I feel like you and i are similar in that but um okay so when you get bored, what, what do you do? Like, it, do you run for the hills, or is that like something that you try to work on? Or I I, I tried working on it. I uh-huh. tried working on it, and then um, I mean, obviously, single, so it doesn't it doesn't work out. Um, and it's it's kind of it's kind of hard. I've made it very difficult to well, first of all, like it's it's very difficult to date me in general because like I'm very busy, and second of all, if you don't. If, if I'm just not feeling it by the second date, there's no need to get a third date. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, there's no need for courtship or anything like that. I'm just, I'm not going to try and force it, you know? Yeah, I feel that. And I get a lot of fucking mad for some fucking reason. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel that. And, I mean, there, there's, uh, I, I feel like there's different, uh, like, at different times in my life, I want different things. Like, there's a specific time yeah. in my life where, you know, I'm not looking for anything serious. I, I just, I just want to hook up and then there's other times in my life where i'm looking for something a little deeper and that's what i look for but mm-hmm. i hate that when i'm doing either i start to get bored yes and it's just like, like yeah. i can never be happy like i it's like it feels like i don't allow myself to to get comfortable with any situation oh my god yes <laughs> yes oh my god that's oh preach my life to me please <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's like I'm never allowed to be just be satisfied with something. Yeah. I'm always like, 
okay, this is okay, but how can this be better? How can I make this make this next moment better? How can I make this next day better? So I'm always like, I'm always like, I'm always like on this roller coaster of like trying to find ecstasy and happiness. But I don't know. I'm I'm, just, I'm also very hard on myself. I never congratulate myself. I never say good job for anything, which I should do more often. Yeah, I mean, I I think we all should. Um, I'm definitely like. I don't know, having this conversation with you makes me realize that maybe I need to go back to therapy for a while. <laughs> oh, no, Obviously, I'm I have some no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I mean, I, I, I've been to therapy before, and it, it has helped immensely. I highly recommend it. Uh, you know, find a therapist that works for you, because just like there are good, I don't know, there's good cashiers at Walmart or whatever, and there's bad ones. Same with therapists. There are good therapists and bad therapists, and even... Some therapists that aren't bad, but they're not right for you. True. And, uh, you know, I, I highly recommend, you know, if, if, if you have uh, a need to uh, understand yourself a little bit better and work out some issues, you seek out therapy. Huh. It, it helps. Take it really care. does. Um, what, I was, uh, what I was trying to, to get to as well, though, is uh, with the whole uh, reactions after the breakup and everything is, is there a proper way to break up with someone? So, uh, yes. I mean, no matter what, it's going to suck. But Yes. So, in your opinion, how is that? And when is that? Not text. Not text. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, not in a public place. Mm-hmm. I, I always... Oh, I always hate the, I need to talk to you. Because, like, that's how you already know things are going to go bad. Yeah. There's something that that's wrong. That kills. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um the mature way to break up with someone is to sit down and have an actual conversation mm-hmm. and don't say it's not me, it's not you, it's me because that's that's bullshit. That's like yeah, old news. No one's going to fucking me, believe you. you. <laughs> <laughs> like don't write an essay with your words, but like you need specifics because they're always going to be coming. They're going to constantly be harassing you for closure. They're always going to constantly be harassing you with what happened? What did I do wrong? Like give it to them straight out. Yeah. That way there's, there's no need for that back and forth for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, there may be it, but mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Say, go ahead. Sorry. I said, you got to fill in those bl- all the blanks. Otherwise they're going to fill them in for you. And it's yeah. not going to be the, Exactly. Exactly. And I, so many things could be fixed if we just talked to each other and, and we didn't immediately turn, turn into the, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. And, yeah. And that, that's the issue with a lot of people. Like you can have the, the nicest person ever. You try to break up with them, they're going to turn into the fucking Hulk. Like yeah. It's, it's, no one likes to be on the receiving end of a, of a breakup. And even when people say that oh, you didn't break up with me, we broke up with each other. A mutual breakup is not a thing because there's always the one person who initiates it, even if you're both thinking it for forever. And the person who initiates mm-hmm. it will always be the bad guy, going back to that. Exactly. Exactly. And you're making me think of my ex. I, I never got closure for for our breakup, which I don't really care. Yeah. He was um at, at some of his stuff at my house. So he... um was on his way to come over here, and he's like, we need to talk anyway. I was like, yes, cool, we need to fucking talk. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> and um, I was sitting outside, and it was like a nice, cool breeze, and I was meditating, and 
listen I'm very I'm very big on like listening to things mostly because like I live by myself and I'm alone most of the time so like I'm always very quiet but there's always a thing whispering if something whispered to me you're asking the wrong question yeah and I was like you already gave me your answer you don't want to be with me I don't need to know the specifics cool bye have a nice day <laughs> sorry I'm so sorry don't yeah, die. There, there's no Not need on to, camera. to drag it out like you know what's happening, exactly. you know what's, you know uh, what page you're both on, but in his story, you're the bad guy because you're the one who broke up with him, even though it was something that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's funny is like a couple of months later, like he messaged me like in a drunken state, and he was like, "I don't know what you really thought of me. Did you even like me in the first place?" And I was like, "Bro, you broke up with me. Like, like why does it matter? Like, why do you? Why do I need to comfort you? You were the one who made the decision." And let me tell you, being someone who has done that in the past, guys can be very, very stupid about this. Because something that I've noticed, and I mean, of course, there are there are outliers. <laughs> There's uh, exceptions to the rule. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's exceptions to the rule, of course. Sorry, that was just funny. There's exceptions to the rule, of course, but... Something that I've noticed is that guys, immediately after a breakup, the guy will go out and, you know, just uh, try to fuck the pain away, pretty much. Mm. And two or three weeks after, a month down the road, that's when it hits the guy. Whereas girls are the the other way around. A girl is devastated immediately after the breakup, Mm. but they get over it a little bit quicker. Like, down to to the whole thing, like, like you got in a better place within a year. took me four years. It's... Mm. Everybody is different, of course. You know, the, the rule doesn't apply to everyone. But that is something that I have noticed. That one drunken night a month down the road, fucking guy's going to be texting you or calling you, uh, trying to get back with you, even though he's the one who ended it. That's interesting. I never I never knew that. I mean, it's just wow. something that I've noticed. I, it's, it's, I don't know any statistics or anything about it. but just, You're like uh... Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> you call me short and green? Next. <laughs> and old. <laughs> and old. <laughs> um, Your eyes help me fix my life. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th- there's, there's never. I feel like there's no right way. I mean, there, there's right things to do during a breakup. Like, like you said, you know, go to a private place, have a conversation <laughs> with the person. But there's no really, there is no right way to break up with someone without hurting someone's feelings. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's yeah. gonna. It, it has. It has to happen. Because yeah. like, what, what would you want them to not feel anything? That's that's a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> Even when the love is gone from both, you know, both sides, both ends, like it's something that has to happen. It's been a long time coming. That I, I don't know. People are are together, staying together for the kids or whatever. Kids are out of the house, and they decide to split. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see your former significant other with whoever comes next, that hurts. It's gonna mm-hmm. hurt. Like, to this day, sometimes, like, people that I've dated that meant nothing to me, really, I see that they're out going out with someone else. I'm like, oh, who the fuck is that guy? Like, yeah. you know, like, like I, can, what's I even he feel got that, that I don't have. Like, I feel that for other people. Like, in the, you know, the that's funny that you say that. Like, uh, every time, well, no, I'm sorry. No, you go, she could go ahead because I interrupted her last time and she let me go first. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying that, that that's funny that you say that because. I get happy when I see them doing good things. Do you? I, I, 
happy when I see when I see them like taking pictures with with new girls and stuff. I'm like, yes, good. I'm glad that you're moving on with your life. That's uh, good. Am I just a pessimist? Uh, that might be a guy girl thing. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I, I I'm <laughs> saying like I'm the same way as you. Like mm-hmm. I like well I don't know because the whole situation like it's it's a really complex situation kind of, but it's not. I just I. I don't know how to get through without name dropping because I'm really bad at name dropping. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, say one of your exes, like, I still run into every time and time and again. Um, I know you're talking about. Yeah, and like, it's just very awkward. Like, I just answer him with one word sentences. Like, just <laughs> like you get jealous on my behalf. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like basically fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because. Chris still like uh from time to time he still sees one of my exes. So uh you know I, I appreciate it but uh but there's no need, man. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know you don't harbor the hate for that, but Yeah, I mean someone has to and I feel like it's me. So. <laughs> someone <laughs> has to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I honestly like to think to myself um cuz I just I know so uh, there's a lot of like unhappy marriages in my family. Mm-hmm. Um so I think to myself, I don't want to be 50 years old sitting on the other side of the room for my husband because I can't stand to look at him. Yeah, I I agree. And I think even though, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm super picky when it comes to relationships. But I'd like to think that at the end of, of the day, you know, I'm 70, 80 years old. Maybe I didn't meet that person until I was 40. But at the end of the day, like, I'm happy with who, who I'm with, you know, like. The person that I chose and chose me back, you know, it's uh, I don't know. That's that's what I would like my life to uh, end on. A happy note. Exactly, exactly. Oh, let's not talk about death right now. I'll start. I'll have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> I see. You ever have panic attacks? Oh, where you're like, oh fuck, die. <laughs> I haven't had one in a while. Like, I don't know, like maybe like almost a year. But uh, <gasps> but I used to have them constantly. Drinking really took its toll on me. <laughs> And when I stopped, it was just kind of like everything in my life slowly started improving. I was like, wow, who knew that being addicted to something would fuck your life up so bad? Dude says you didn't die from the cumulative hangover. Yeah, yeah. I didn't die from the cumulative hangover. Um, I love art. <laughs> I keep seeing that you're uh, you're writing some notes. Like, Are you uh, writing like, down ideas for your ne- next videos or something? Or, yeah, or what is that? Okay. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. It's... it's uh, it's nice seeing that you draw inspiration from thin air. It's like, oh, I'm going to make a video about that. Like, that's really cool. <laughs> I wish ideas came to me that easily. <laughs> we, every day when we see each other, we're like, what are we doing for the next podcast? Like, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> I, like, look around the room to try and find something. Yeah. Like, yeah, nothing. Like, it, it, comes, it comes time to record. It's like, dude, we've got to record something in 10 minutes. Let's do this. Okay, let's do it. And then we just roll with it. <laughs> now we're episode. <laughs> That's oh my god! I know. I wish to be. I wish I could be more chill like that. I wish I could be more chill like that. <laughs> I used to be, but now I'm. Now I'm so like all about like posting daily. Uh, not, and I'm worried that like I'm, I'm. I'm planning on doing this for like the next five years or so, and I'm worried that I'm gonna run out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely scary, and you know, sometimes you gotta recycle ideas or anything, or something that I've also thought about is just like. Maybe revisit old things that you've done. Live action remakes. Live action remakes. Revisit old like topics that we've done 
but bring something someone new into the mix have a new opinion or maybe how have our opinions changed since we did this yeah and you know discuss that compare and everything i don't know just try to try to keep it uh try to keep it fun try to keep it engaging and uh interesting more than anything in fact i do you told me about the other day which was oh i don't want to say it because i don't know are we doing it today or no you told me yesterday the current event thingy Oh, oh yeah current event yeah okay so I just had this idea for maybe maybe not do a whole episode about it, but a segment here and there about uh like at the end of every episode or something. Yeah, yeah, and like at the end of every episode, every have other. a current event. Like, uh, I recently read about a movie pass. Have you heard of movie pass? Yes. Yeah. So, have you heard that AMC? Oops, the AMC isn't allowing movie passes anymore. I heard that. And now that movie day. pass is going out of business because AMC is everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, so there's this thing that uh that just happened, this current event, all right. So like right now, I just I told you pretty much what's going on, and then we just discuss our our thoughts on it for a couple of minutes. And I'm not afraid of saying it, you know, on on, on the show because fuck it, you know, support small uh small content creators and uh you know, if someone wants to take the idea, go for it. It's not gonna stop me from fucking doing it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, like, it's just, I thought it was kind of a, a good idea and just something small, not, nothing, like, don't want to get too heavy into politics and and uh, stuff like that, everything as crazy as it is. But simply because I don't feel like I am informed enough to really get heavily into it, so I just kind of like, avoid it. But I don't know, I think, like, it would be a fun little idea. I think that's funny that you bring that up because um I've been trying to, like, get better at what's happening but like not not in a biased way yeah there's a there's a lot of biased politics yeah out there where it's like here's my perspective and here's my opinion everyone should should believe that Mm -hmm. and i had this kind of aha moment the other week where it's like wait a second I'm allowed to form my own opinions yeah (laughs) i'm allowed to do my own research you know yeah definitely I've actually thought about doing something like that for uh, for a while. We're way off topic right now, but fuck it. Uh, I I thought about doing something like that for uh, for a while. About aside from the regular episode that comes out every Thursday, do another episode like during the weekend, like come out on Saturday or Sunday. That's like kind of like a news show, like an unbiased, unopinionated news show. These are the facts. This is what happened this week. These are the major things. Fifteen twenty minutes. Mm. Uh okay so that's that's what it is do with it what you will maybe at the end I give an opinion on something on one of the stories or whatever but these are the facts mm-hmm. do what them what do with them what you will I don't know exactly. I, I don't know what the exactly. uh, what the audience for that just, would be just, but just I think that it, it would be cool informed to yeah yeah just keep people informed yeah because uh, like we need to, we we have to know about what's going on in our in our history. You know, because cause, cause we're writing our, our new history books now. Exactly. So imagine what these kids are going to read later on, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. Um, and having, I think having a lot of people doing something similar would paint a clear picture because maybe like I'm I'm putting out the facts, right? Whether I put my opinion on it or not. I'm putting out the facts, unbiased <laughs> facts. If we get a ton of other people doing the same thing, the next person is going to say something that I missed, you know, or is going to correct me on something that, that I that I might not have gotten completely right. Or uh, they're going to cover something that I overlooked. 
they're you know it's kind of fact checking each other. And I think I think that would be cool. We get something like that going. But you know, it all starts with one, and I think I'm gonna start doing it. Only reason I haven't done it yet is because doing these shows even once a week is a ton of work. And uh, just right now, I'm not in really a, a, a position where I have the time to completely dedicate. I have a day job, you know. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, it's just gotta focusing on two things at once can be tough. But I do want to do it at some point in the future. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's that's very important for creators. Like we have all these ideas that we want to get that we want to get done, mm-hmm. but it's better to like focus on like one or two things, and then like everything else, like you still have time to do that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I mean, I I don't plan on ending this podcast anytime soon. That's so, yeah. So yeah. Weird time. Uh, okay, getting back on topic a little bit, just because we went way off. Um, okay, is it selfish to some degree to end things when there is nothing inherently wrong? Um, like, I, like you know, a relationship where everything is going well on paper, but just the passion isn't there. Is it selfish to end it, knowing that the other person is going to be hurt? Definitely not selfish. No? I think. Definitely not selfish. What's... What, what am I thinking of? I don't. I don't want to say like it's like putting down someone because like putting down an animal because like that makes it sound cool. But if if there's no feeling there, if if, it, if you're feeling completely hollow and empty, why continue it? Yeah. Yeah. I I I see it that way as well. Euthanasia. Euthanasia. <laughs> yeah, euthanizing the relationship. <laughs> Um, uh, no, <laughs> yes, but <laughs> what were you gonna say, Chris? Um, I was gonna say, oh, don't eat that. Oh, God, sorry, <laughs> it's his socks. Oh, no. <laughs> He's trying to eat his socks, <laughs> trying to get him to stop crying, but it's okay, man. Um, <laughs> no, um, well, just like how you word it, I didn't really like how you word it. I don't think relationships end because there's nothing wrong, like. Mm-hmm. They, you could say there's nothing wrong, but there's always going to be something wrong. Like either way, you know. No, I mean, I'm I'm saying like nothing inherently wrong. Like you people, the 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 two people aren't fighting. What's wrong is that the, the there's no passion. Gone. The the love is gone. Yeah. You know, no, but there's yeah. nothing inherently wrong. Like on paper, everything should be fun. Is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't think it's selfish. No, like, I I don't think they should do it right away. Cause, like. Like I was telling you, like the the relationships they build up on each other. Yeah, yeah. So there's, I think there's possibility there. So it just depends on how, like, into it, like how much effort is put in. Like, I feel you. Like it's not. I don't think it's going to be selfish at all. Like you still tried, you know. Like yeah. Even if, even if you didn't, like, like you could just be tired, you know, not want to put in the effort. You like all you do is put in effort, and you never get it back. So you just want to break. So mm-hmm. I think it's uh, like. Uh, Ashley was saying, like, kind of progressive, I guess you could say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because uh, I mean, but th- this is like speaking on a uh, on terms of, like, I guess the way that I, that I had it in my head, maybe I didn't write it down well enough, but like something like you've been with your partner for years, and uh, like just the the flame is gone. It's 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 over. Is is it selfish? Like, but for you, like, like the the flame is gone for you. The other person still loves you. Is it selfish at that point to end it? No, I, no. I, was, I, I never. I don't. I don't really believe in the word 
selfish mm-hmm. um when it comes when it comes to relationships unless you're like unless someone's, unless someone just wants you to do absolutely absolutely everything yeah i feel you i was talking to this guy um yesterday actually who just got married and he was so upset because his wife hasn't hasn't been working and he doesn't want her to work because like he wants to be the provider but he like he's like I'm under so much stress and I'm tired all the time and I'm a little annoyed at her and I was like why don't you tell her that and he's like well I don't want her to think she has to work and I was like now you're now you're gonna be in a resentful marriage because you just won't try to get a fucking job yeah. Yeah, and that's that's one mentality that uh, that needs to go. I mean, if this is the uh, the agreement that the that the couple is in, you know, one parent stays home to take care of the kids or or whatever, like that's awesome. But we don't live in an age anymore where where the man has to be the sole provider of of the of the family. Exactly. You know, the, mm-hmm. we live in a, in an equal opportunity time. We are fortunate enough to live in a in a time where uh, it is not. Like stigmatized to have both parents earning an income and and Mm -hmm. the money. That's something that a lot of men I've noticed hold on to. Like a man, as a man, believe me, I I get it. You know, as a man, when I go on a date, I want to pay because it makes me feel like a man. (laughs) Like there's there's so few things. I I want you to pay. (laughs) There are so few things nowadays that allow a man to feel like a man. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of it, rightly so, has been taken away because it's frankly wrong. Um, like like you know, catcalling a woman out of the street and everything like that's wrong. But that's something that used to like, make a man feel like a man. When when humans were cavemen, men would like pound their chest and fucking wiggle their dick around at at, at the female of the species. And, <laughs> you know, I don't that's agree just the way with it was catcalling making a man feel like a man. Like I don't know. I mean, it's it's uh, objectifying the woman. I'm, yeah, I mean, but I do uh, saying, like. I don't think. I think they just did it because they're assholes. Like I don't. I think, mean, yeah. I've I've never thought that that was okay. You know, like I've yeah. never thought that. Hey, like. You no. Know, yeah, I, I mean, but I, there's I'm, a difference between like a gentleman and like a a man, I guess. I'm so. I'm willing to bet. I I mean, you could be the nicest guy in the world, but if you were born and raised in the 1950s. Even if you didn't do it yourself, you wouldn't have you wouldn't really you think twice about like, yeah. it if other people did it. Maybe yeah. like we we are a culture of our generation. Uh, uh, not a culture. We are a product of our generation. Mm-hmm. We grew up, yeah. you know, with with women getting more rights and uh, as much respect as a man. You know, it's it's still a work in progress. Yeah, but nice. it's something that we're working towards. It's something that we grew up seeing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. That being said, yeah, there there. Are, Fewer things now that make a man feel like a man. And one of those things is still the woman stays home and takes care of the kids while I go out and provide for the family. I'm not going to deny it uh-huh. as a man that makes me feel like a man, but it's not something. It's 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 a mentality that we need to let go of. I let go of it. Yeah. I, w- I work like three days a week. My wife works like six, yeah. seven sometimes. So. Yeah. I mean, that, that's 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 good. I actually, like, yeah, like I, I took like a $8 an hour pay cut uh just to get a different job for the scheduling. Like, yeah. So we don't have to pay for a California. I'm not Canadian, I swear. Everyone says uh, I'm Canadian. Are all men like that in in California? Because <laughs> <laughs> like you, 
you guys don't sound real right now. Like, there's no guys like that here in Florida. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they are, but uh, they're they're in their room right now recording something or I don't know, <laughs> recording a podcast, recording <laughs> a podcast, <laughs> playing video games, playing video games. probably <laughs> drinking in their garage. Like. Yeah. I really want to know, like, I really want to know, like, does catcalling work for men? No. In a a good way. I've never seen it work. Not for, not for, like, relationships, like, for, maybe for, like, one night stand, but I don't think, if, like, I don't know, if if I try and look into that, like, I wouldn't want, uh, like, if I could just, like, hey, baby, like, you're so sexy, like, that's not the kind of woman that I want to be in a relationship. (laughs) Please never do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Like, why would you, like, oh, my God, like, and I always find it so creepy when, like, I mean, I don't know if girls do that, but, like, guys will, like, pull up to you on the side of the road and try and talk to you, and I'm like, how do you know I'm not a psycho? Yeah. Like, I could murder you right now. Why would you do that? You know, speaking of that, uh, guys pulling up to you on the side of the road, when I was younger, and this is probably the main reason why I never did it, <clears throat> I was a little kid, and my dad would tell me about the crazy adventures that him and his friends would go on. You know, growing up in the in the eighties, uh, early nineties, and uh, they said that they would sometimes like pull up to a to a, a a beautiful woman walking on the side of the road and everything, and just grab her by the leg, by by the ass, you know, sticking their hand out the window of the car, grab her by the ass, and just like give her a bunch of shit and everything. And she slapped the shit out. Of them. Oh, that's awesome! I was like, what'd you get out of that? You got slapped. Like, how is that a good thing? Like, yeah, I, it never made sense to me. <laughs> And then they reach, and then it's just a ghost, like of a lady looking for her kid that she can <laughs> bring it, bring La, it all super creepy. La Llorona, I don't know how to La say Llorona. That. Yeah, there. yeah, but I mean, it's just it makes no sense to me. I mean, I have never seen that work for anybody. Women hate it. Mm-hmm. Men don't get anything out of it aside from looking like a dickhead. Mm-hmm. And I, I never. <laughs> but uh, you know, just that's why I've never done it. I'm I'm sure that in the past I have done my fair share of shitty thing to women. You know, I'm sure that I have possibly objectified women, and I like to think that I've grown beyond that at this point. And you know, if I have, I'm sorry, but I think so. I'm not a we were jerks when we were young. Yeah, I mean, again, we we are us millennials. We are in a transitionary period where half our life this sort of thing was okay, but the the other half it isn't okay, and our kids will will grow up being better people than we are. Definitely. Uh, oh my god, I definitely only... <laughs> I think that. First of all, some kids. Some yeah, kids. Some kids. <laughs> I like that thousand yard stare you get when you say that. <laughs> like you've seen some shit. <laughs> 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 I don't have that. <laughs> I, just, I just really don't believe in I, I, and I'm, I don't know how you feel about this as having a kid now. I just don't believe in putting your hands on your kid. Like why can't you just use your words with them? Yeah. I mean, I I agree to uh to an extent. Sometimes a good spanking is in order, but uh but not like a beating like yeah. Like, like you know, putting it fully out there. I'm Mexican. I was raised being beat. I'm not going to beat my kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, sometimes like kid won't understand, you slap him in the ass and you know, that's that. I mean, if I can avoid it, I like to think that if I can avoid it, I will. It's hard Adults, when it's ingrained. Yeah, like, it, it's hard when it's ingrained, when that's what you were raised it, with, but it I to me. try to be better. Yeah, it happened to me growing up, and then I saw it like when I was older growing up, because my, my parents adopted my uh, my nephew and his two half-sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. like when I turned 
13, they adopted a three, four, and five-year-old. So, like, I, I saw it. Like, they didn't hit them, but, like, you know, they reached for something. Like, Sharp smacked their hand. I hated it a lot, but, and then my mom, like, okay, this one I kind of find funny. I don't know if I'm just an asshole for this, but uh, she, she started seeing that she didn't like it either. So what she ended up getting was a squirt bottle. <laughs> squirting them. Squirting them. I was like, like that's, that's, that's creative. It's not abusive. So. I mean, yeah, it's better than yeah. squirting them. I saw this one lady, Um, it was like a three-year-old, and he just picked something up off the ground. Like, he was just curious. He picked something off the ground, and like she slapped in the back of the head. And she's like, put it down. And I was like, that was unnecessary. Yeah, one time I, I also stepped in. Uh, I was at Walmart. And this kid, he wanted to buy some chips, and and he wasn't being like loud or rowdy or anything. Like he wasn't, like he wasn't making a scene or anything. But he wanted some chips, and he was like, "Mom, can I have some chips?" And uh, and she was like, "You put those back before I fuck you up." And I was like, "Whoa, don't talk to him like that." And I I, I got mad, you know. I told, him, "Don't talk to him like that." She was like, "He's my fucking kid. I do whatever I want." And I'm like, "You're not gonna talk to him like that." And like, security heard her and everything, and they came and they started talking to her. And I was like, "Oh, it's out of my hands," but. But yeah, that pissed me off. I was like, the kid's asking for some chips, and you tell them you're gonna fuck them up with those words. That's fucked up. Wow. That's fucked up. But uh, but yeah, I mean, we we are, like I said, we're in a transitionary period, and I like to think that you know a good amount of us millennials will raise our kids in a in a better way than we were raised. Uh, I feel like adults, as a kid, I understood a lot of things, and I feel like my parents never really. Like gave me the credit that uh, that I deserve. Not to sound like a millennial, I deserve, but like, you know, I, I I understood things. I understood what was going on, but my parents always treated me like a kid. So I'd like to think that if I ever have kids, I'm gonna treat them with a little bit more respect, treat them like they have some intelligence and awareness of the situation, and uh, mm-hmm. and you know, not threaten to fuck them up in the middle of Walmart. <laughs> God. Just some people, man. Oh my God! Just don't. They just don't deserve to have kids. I agree. <sighs> There's too many people in this world, anyway. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I play around a lot, and I I'm, I shouldn't say this out loud, but like I've I've said this enough to certain people, so like I'll be exposed for it anyway. I think that for a straight year, no one should have a kid. I mean, it would help with the population control. It would help so much for a straight year. If, if you're already pregnant right now, that's fine. Have the yeah. kid. But everyone else gets a, a 12 month supply of condoms, mm-hmm. gets a 12 month supply of birth control, and let's just let's just chill out for a year. You know. <laughs> you know, it's funny now that you talk about uh about birth control. You know how uh, men birth control is coming out. It's a it's a new thing. So yeah, it's it's they're developing it and everything. It's not uh it's not out yet. It's like a pill or something. But like they've instead tested of like it a... and it works. Yeah, it's a pill. Huh. They've tested it and it works. It's just it's not out yet. Is it just condensed Mountain Dew? <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs> it's a Mountain Dew pill. Is this what it's like every day living with you guys? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Our life is just one. Oh. One one liner jokes yeah. after one liner. Much, man. You'd you'd call us the offspring of Mitch Hedberg. One liners day and night. <laughs> I love Mitch Hedberg. Oh. Hedge, Hedge. I can't say his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean they've tested it and it works. They just it's not out to the public yet. But I started thinking when I heard about that. What are some of the side effects that that men will feel? Do you think it'll be similar like to women the the cramps the the headaches migraines the headaches the migraines the weight gain the uh, 
constipation, the everything that comes with it. Do you think manifest That's man probably, maybe uh, uh, dysfunction? Maybe. Yeah, you know, like, probably. Like if that, I think that's 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 definitely think. That. Sorry, go ahead. It's it's I don't know. It's just an interesting thought. But uh, but okay. So <laughs> once again, just to get back on topic, um, <laughs> this is the the last thing that I have in my notes. Let people do what they want to do to see what they'd rather do. Let their actions speak volumes. And that's kind of mm. like a, a way that... Uh, I don't remember where I read this. This isn't an, an original idea. But it, it spoke out to me. You know, you it's not a way to test the relationship, but more to, to gauge where you're standing in that person's um, like priorities. Mm-hmm. You, you have something that, that you know you feel a certain way about, and they know that you feel that way about it. Are they going to respect that, or are they going to go and do their their own thing anyway? And it's not even really like as heavy as a respecting, but is this something that you could work on personally, like something that maybe you could become more lenient on, or is this something that is like a deal breaker for you? You know, this is I don't know. It's just I thought it was an interesting way to kind of gauge the standing of the relationship and just kind of gauge yourself. Is this something that you can work on? I think I do that all the time. Yeah, I've seen you do it. Yeah. Yeah. How, how how do you gauge it? I mean, it's just like it's an everyday thing. Like you know, like let's say example. I have a girlfriend, and her best friend is an ex of hers. You know, just for an example. Um, I know that he's an ex. I'm not entirely cool with them hanging out alone, but they are best friends, and you know, I trust her. I make my uh, my insecurity and my opinion vocal. What does she do from there? Like, like does she respect that I'm just not completely okay with them hanging out alone? Like, maybe bring another friend over or, or something? Or does she say, oh, fuck it, I'm going to go by myself? Like, he, mm. he's my best friend and I should be allowed to do what, whatever I want because he's my best friend. It's, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like a, like a compromise. Like, how can we compromise here in order for us both mm-hmm. to be happy? Uh, true, true, and like I said, true. it's completely just a you know hypothetical situation, but uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I feel like people do this every day without really thinking about it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Then, you know, people sometimes get offended because they're doing this. And then they get offended when the other person chooses wrong, pretty much, and mm-hmm. arguments start. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and sometimes yeah. these arguments can be avoided by either being vocal about you know the situation, how something feels or sometimes the argument is caused by a a refusal to compromise from either party mm-hmm. like the one person is unwavering on their mm-hmm. like in my in in the hypothetical i just put up uh my girlfriend is unwavering in that she wants to hang out with this guy alone and i am unwavering in that i am not cool with it so my perfect scenario she never sees them again her perfect scenario is that she does whatever the fuck she wants mm-hmm. there needs to be a compromise there because i'm not gonna steal her away from my mm-hmm. friend, you know? yeah um, yeah, like I said, it's just something that I feel like we do constantly, and not just in relationships, but in everyday life, just with friends, mm-hmm. with, uh, family members, with your dog. You know, you don't you don't want your dog to shit on the floor. What's the dog gonna do about it? Dog sits down and thinks about it. Hmm, should I shit on the floor? Or should I wait? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> hate you, <laughs> my dog. Wow, that was like that's so real. <laughs> the dog one is for me. I have a dog. <laughs> I have a dog that does not want to be potty trained. <laughs> Constantly shits on the floor. Oh, look at my dog. 
uh, Retriever Terrier mix. But I have three dogs, so three big ass dogs. Yeah. Three. Three big ass hairy dogs. That big shit everywhere. <laughs> big yeah. old shits. And she doesn't do it in one place. Like she'll start and then she just starts walking while she's doing it. So. And then she'll wait for for someone to clean it up, like clean it up, peasant. But if we take too long, she'll just eat it. Yep. Fuck it. No. And when I'm cleaning up like the little spots, she'll just come and burp in my face. <laughs> it's like a big fu. Like. <laughs> that's what I feel like, but. I feel like I'm coming to terms with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but realistically, she just she probably has. She doesn't know better. Issue. Like, she just can't hold I it. I think she holds it as long as she can. Mm-hmm. Like, she gives us signs, and sometimes we don't see them as signs. Like, I know yeah. that. Like, I've been catching up on that more. So, like, I used to get really mad at her, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, sometimes too. Like, we we they have like an area in the kitchen where there's like a like a gate. baby gate, and they don't go through. So usually, when she needs to go outside, she'll come up to us and like look at us straight in the face, saying that we, I need to go outside. Yeah. When they're over there and we're in the living room, we, we can't, can't see, see that. Yeah. So she just goes. Yeah. But, uh... Actually, she started... I think she's starting to bark for it now, too. Yeah. Like, if she's over there. I mean, she's trying. But yeah, she's... Yeah, I know that's why I'm saying, like, I... I don't get as mad as I used to anymore. Yeah. Like, I like I even try, like... Like, how you told me that first thought thing. Like, my first thought is, like, oh, you poop. I'm like, you know what? That's okay. It's yeah. okay, no. Yeah, can, your, your first thought is, uh... Like your prejudice, your your the way that you were brought up, and uh, your second uh-huh. thought is who you are as a person. What defines you? That made me <sighs> when you told me that. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not sure where I heard that either. I say I throw out a bunch of quotes that I don't remember where I heard them, but they're not original. Just, just so you know. Not- <laughs> <laughs> He's not Michael That's Scott. That's so real, either. though. That's so real. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question. Go for it. So w- when you get into a new relationship, what will you do differently? Slash what? will you keep about yourself uh differently definitely is uh be open like straight from the gate be open about Mm -hmm. this this is these are my flaws this is like things that i know are wrong with me but i am working on them just so you Mm -hmm. know you know i am flawed i'm not the perfect being i mean you see my hot body and my beautiful face and my long luscious hair (laughs) But this, this is there's more underneath. There are some scars. I remember when we had long lunches. <laughs> I do too. Uh, I I will definitely do that differently because I I have noticed that going into relationships more often than not, I try to hide all that. You know, put out the best. Yeah. And you know that's good at first. You know because you want to attract someone. And you're like here's the best. Here's my potential. And then here's all the other shit. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what's been hiding around the corner? Um, yep. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> there's this great stand-up by what's her name Idina Menzel or, or something like that I, I can't remember her name but pretty much she's saying how you go into a new relationship and every time you have a bad relationship you you take that that shit that that you carry around inside and you put it in a little jar and you know you keep doing that every past relationship you, you get a little jar and you put it in a bag it just you know new jar new bag and everything you go into a new relationship and you go carrying your bag of jars and it's like, yeah. oh, nice place you have here. Time to unpack my shit! And you just like, <laughs> jars on shelves and everything. Like, here's everything that's fucking wrong with me. Like, it's too yeah, late to do so anything about though. it right now because now you're invested. So That's so real. So I think, uh, I think in the future, yeah, I'll come, I'll come forward with that. Uh, as for things that I would keep the same about myself, I like to think that I'm a pretty lenient person with a uh, mm-hmm. pretty understanding when it comes to, uh, you know, so someone needs to, they have their friends, you know, 
I'm not going to take them away from their friends. I'm not, if they want to go out and, and, you know, hang out and go dancing and stuff, I'm not going to take that away from them. Like, go for it. I've uh-huh. always been pretty lenient with that, and I think that's something that, that I can keep. Uh, and hopefully they reciprocate that, you know, like, I like my alone time as well. You know, I like time with my friends, with my people. I don't want to be around you 24-7. You already know how I feel uh-huh. Yeah, I'm right. a little different. But yeah, he, he, he I and I, we, we're completely I, different with that. But I hate that's clubs what works and stuff. Like, to me, clubs are only like where you used to go to meet people. Like, mm-hmm. but I've also never like I've had only had bad experience at clubs because I've always I've always only ever been like the designated driver or I've been the person that has to step in and stop all the fights. Like, yeah, I've literally no! had, I've had to carry experiences. people away from fights. Like, yeah, but yeah, I just I don't like it. Yeah, I feel you. I don't like clubs at all. <laughs> I feel it. But also, it comes from, like, I've been in open relationships before, and, like, I, I know that, you know, I am, for the most part, I'm okay with things as long as I, there's open communication, and I know exactly what's going on, and, you know, like, I'm pretty okay with most things. Um, when you first told me that, I was like, that's not a thing. I was, like, <laughs> so close-minded. I used to be so close-minded <laughs> before you. <laughs> uh, how about you? What what are some things that you would change or something that you would take? Oh, I wasn't expecting you to throw that back at me. Um, <laughs> I would, um, I I I close off when I when I'm upset, mm-hmm. and instead of doing that, I'll be more open about that. I'll be more 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 honest, saying that hey, I don't like when you do that. This bothers me when you do that. I'll be more open. As opposed to just keeping it to myself and hoping that it will change. Yeah. Um. And also, I'm very, I'm very good at random acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. I'll like see something, I'll just buy it for them. I was like, oh, I was thinking about you. Like, so I would keep that, but not as often. Yeah. Because like I could, I could do it for like every day and then next thing you know it's like well you've never done anything nice for me and like ccl like i I set myself up for failure yeah so Uh that's something that i definitely need to start doing because i've always been terrible at showing someone that i care about them like i just know the way that i feel but i don't really display that same and i need to i need to fix that like how she she just hit on that like i was gonna say like because i do that all the time too and it builds up and i'm like like (laughs) i get mad over it i'm like well why don't you do this for me too? I'm like, yeah. but I shouldn't, I shouldn't, yeah. be, I shouldn't be holding that though. Like, yeah, yeah. It's I not something I should that. hold over. Like, I'm, I think I'm starting to, I know about it now, so I can work on it to get mm-hmm. better at it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, have the the first part is a uh, is a uh, acceptance. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, you know that there's an issue, you can work on it from there. Yes. How about yes. you, Chris? Like, if uh, if you could take like your um. experiences and everything. I mean, I know that you're. I don't plan on being in, in another relationship, relationship. So I know you're in a committed <laughs> relationship. But, uh, my current wife. Yeah, like yeah, your current <laughs> wife. Um, <laughs> everything that you've learned, everything that your experiences and everything. Um, what is? I guess for you is like, what are some things that you would change? Actually, I'm actually working on that right now. Like, mm-hmm. I we haven't really talked about it on the podcast, but like it was. Before you got here, you have because I joke around at work all the time. So I was like, uh, we were kind of in a dark place before my therapist moved in. <laughs> I say that all the time at work, but like, you, like you don't understand. Well, I, you say therapy helps a lot, and you always recommended it for me. And like, I don't know. I just I don't like going out, putting myself out there to people I don't know. That's why I've been using you. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I always unload on you. No, but it's okay. Like it, it helps so much, and I think you're helping me um, get back to where I should be. Like to where. 
I was when I was in high school, you mm-hmm. know, like I I don't feel as angry as I I do all the time now, mm-hmm. like as I used to, you know. Um and then so that's about it. I I know anger was a big part of it. Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad. And yeah, I have noticed there's has been a noticeable change ever since when I first moved here to yeah. now. I know you told me that you didn't even want to be in the same room sometimes. You just had to walk away or like <laughs> yeah. I was like I understand. Like I've been there too like it's, uh, I think it's getting better. Though. It is. It I think definitely is. Part. I think at first, too, part of it was the whole like I'm a man. I should be working all the time. Uh-huh. Like I think that that was part of it, maybe. But like I, I kind of let go of that. You know, yeah, I'm like, let, let go hey, of that I, ego. I get to hang out with him more. So yeah, yeah, my little buddy. So <laughs> okay, and and what are some things that that you like that, that you want to keep the same? Um, just like the same, the small things. Like mm-hmm. I, I like to do that because like the gestures. Even if they that. don't notice, like it's still. Um, I don't know, it still feels good to me. Like, feel, it's yeah. a sense of accomplishment. Like, yeah. because most of the time I feel like I don't get anything done. And if I could do these, that's why I try and do little things here and there. Mm-hmm. But it still doesn't add up to me. I don't know. I feel you. But it's like being selfless makes you happy. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to be selfish. Like, I, yeah. growing up, I've always, I've, I've kind of had to adapt it because I've always wanted to be like a hero, like, you know, like a superhero. You always have one. Um, yeah. And I just had to kind of warp my mind, my mind. Like I don't want to be a superhero to everybody. Mm-hmm. No, just you to be a superhero to these people. Matter. Yeah, I get that. Definitely get that. That's, That's good, what I'm man. Trying to do. That's good. Well, Ashley, I think uh, it's time to wrap this up. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh, plug! Yes. Um, <laughs> you can follow me. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, The Breakup Diaries. Uh, or you can add me on Instagram slash Twitter at the Aunt of Dragons. Or you can add me on Facebook. It's going to take me a while to add you back because I'm hardly ever on Facebook. But it's Ashley Collins. That's my real name. Name drop. Yeah, name dropping. <laughs> I don't remember exactly how I came across your your uh, your profile on Instagram. But the first video that I saw of yours was you like just doing some dance. And you were talking about how you're embarrassed to do it, and you just did this dance. It was super funny to me because of how embarrassed you were at it, about it. But it was like very endearing. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I was just like, "Yeah, that, that's cute. I'm gonna follow her." And then I, I followed you, and just everything that you've been putting on. You know, your your advertising for the breakup diaries and everything. It's just I've really enjoyed your content. We started talking from there, and just. It's nice that uh, to finally have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm not going to cry. Thank <laughs> you for having me. Of course. Uh, okay, so uh, please remember to rate, review, and comment on all of our stuff. You guys, this is this is a free show, and, uh, you know, we're trying to grow. We're trying to make this bigger because, you know, honestly, like, I love all the support and everything, but it, it's, it needs to be bigger. And being that it is a free show, the way for you to pay is to... Share, tell a friend, tell your family member, post it on your Instagram story and everything. It definitely helps out a lot. But yeah, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you use, including Spotify, because they like us now. <laughs> if you enjoy our show, make sure you follow us on social media, Instagram, Epilenials Podcast, Facebook, and Twitter, Epilenials, or Google us. Feel free to email any questions, concerns, or stories to millennialspodcast at gmail.com. Again, just tell your friends, tell your family, tell everyone. Post it on your story. I'll send you a heart. The heart of love. <laughs> but that's going to be it for for right now. Uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry I was kind of quiet this episode. I've been taking care of Xavier. So. <laughs>
Did he fall asleep? Or no. <laughs> I've been trying to keep him quiet. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.